Good evening and welcome to another edition of Horror Movie News. Today we are talking about the positive feedback coming from Tiff uh, regarding the new Halloween movie as well as David Bruckner's uh, new film and also Anna Taylor-Joy has some words to speak on New Mutants and her opinion as to why these uh, reshoots are a good thing. All this and so much more. Let's get started. It's Horror Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. This is how they made that sound. Oh. Don't you blame the movies. Oh. Movies don't create psychos. Here we go. Movies make psychos for creating. <sighs> Here we go. Uh, uh, it's Tuesday. Yes. Another fantastic, sunny, and somewhat hot Tuesday here in, uh, in uh, North Hollywood. It's, yeah, yeah, but it's going to get dark soon. Halloween season's approaching, so... Yes, the fall is coming. And I'm ready for it. We're all ready for it here, <laughs> baby. Yes! Uh, welcome, everybody, another edition of Horror Movie News. We are on episode 43... I'm your host, Anthony Becerra, and with me to my left I have... Hey everyone, it's Ollie Drennan. Yes, shout out to Carrie, who could not be here today. Uh, Her license expired, and so she's having her own horror story at the DMV. Do you think she'll survive, though? Let's hope so. I I don't even know if she's coming in for anime. Oh no. Stay tuned to find out, kids. It's <laughs> a good way to plug the show. You gotta, right? you gotta tune in to see if Carrie lives. Anime at 6 p.m. Will Carrie make it? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get on with some uh, quick, quick, quick keeping. So, uh, where to follow us? You can, uh, well, you can find this show on youtube.com as, uh, slash popcorn talk network. You can also find us on the popcorn talk network.com website, official website right then and there. You can follow us on social media at horror news PTN all across the boards on. On, not Facebook, sorry, on Twitter and Instagram. Horror News PTN. Yes, we have a new Instagram there. I just did a live before the show, a quick BTS as to the process that us professionals go through before starting this show. Ain't, ain't that right, Ollie? It's a, a S-I-H-I-T show sometimes. You know, you can go look at that, check it out. And that's an acronym that stands for shows... Anyway, so yeah. yeah. In... <laughs> Time. time. <laughs> yeah. Shows here in time. That's that's our acronym. Yeah. I love how we yeah. That was that's me. Uh, kudos to you. I gave up right away. Um but yeah, let's let's get started with some news. So uh this was originally gonna be covered by Carrie, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna still deliver it for her. So this is regarding Halloween and the feedback happening at TIFF, which is the the Toronto International Film Festival that happened, I believe, this past week. Um so feedback. It's good. It's good. Good feedback. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's, That's good. all I want to know. That's good. Reviews are out, and uh, I have yet to read them, but I just... It, knowing that the consensus overall is like, it's good. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Because I feel like if you read those reviews, it might spill a little bit. It, you want to go in kind of blind, I think. Right. It does horror. influence your your mindset going into uh, watching a film, and I've mm-hmm. experienced that before myself. Um, I don't know if you have. Have you read... Have you? Do you usually read reviews before going in, or...? Well, like, it's like with The Nun, which is a different story in itself. Like, I kept hearing it was going to be horrible, and, you know, I went into the film thinking it was going to be horrible, and... I think I don't know if that really influenced my decision of the film, but right. but it has in the past. But uh, recently speaking, yeah, I, it just like I don't really want to read any reviews because it will definitely play a toll on kind of how you're watching the movie, like at, at the present time, you know. Right. It can just screw with you, and I don't want to be screwed with. But I'll, it's good that Halloween is good because I don't want that film to fail because it has 
a lot to live up to, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I said it's a it's a I read that it, it was a worthy addition to the franchise mm-hmm. and um and there is a, a showdown between Jamie and the shape and Yes. And we know, saw that in the recent trailer. Yeah, which I personally haven't seen on <gasps> myself because I just I'm already sold on this you movie. Yeah, yeah, you don't wanna even see those scenes. Yeah, huh? like I'm good. Uh, yeah, it's one of the reasons. If you guys want uh, like go check yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, by all means mm-hmm. that's your prerogative to check it out or not. I don't Yeah. And it's like it, just so you know, it didn't really show that much. Right. So it's kind of, that was basic, basically like the only new footage that I've noticed from the newest trailer. Yeah. But it was good. That's good. Yeah, I'm already psyched enough for it. So I'm like down to just mm-hmm. go watch it's it already. a month away. Yeah. But like f- with the new um, Suspiria trailer came that came out as well, like the official, I believe. Um, I was, since I'm super psyched about that movie, I kind of jumped and saw that trailer, so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, it goes to show But you. that's like your movie, so exactly, I can like, understand. Yeah, exactly. So Halloween, it's more like, okay, I'm, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I'm not like... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline super hyped for it but i'm, I'm down for it'll it it'll be yeah. here before we know it so, and i am going to be there at the front row pushing people out of the way to see jamie lee curtis and all her all her screen queen glory so i cannot wait yeah i can't i can't wait to talk about that movie it's gonna be one for the ages um but yeah so let's go on to our next bit of news um so this is coming from uh thr which is the hollywood reporter so Friend of the show, remember David Bruckner? Mm-hmm. We had him on yeah. along with Absolutely. with uh, his DP that they both worked on um, The Ritual. Mm-hmm. So just a, a quick overview of David Bruckner. He worked on The Signal. He worked on Amateur Night segment uh, from VHS, which is the one about like the weird uh, girl that yes. you know is like a weird succubus or something. Like mm-hmm. she ends up yeah killing the guy. Also worked on the accident segment from Southbound, and also this year is one of the most I think really great fil- uh, horror films. Of 2018, The Ritual, that premiered on Netflix earlier this year, um, he directed that. So now uh, it comes in that he's directing a new film called The Night House. So this is pretty much what we know about the plot so far. It's going to be a supernatural thriller. um, And it's written by Ben Collins and Luke Piotrowski, which these two writers also wrote um, Super Dark Times, which is also on Netflix. And I would recommend it. I enjoyed that film. Um, it's not like super scary in a sense, but it is a very dark tone and I think it's worth watching. It's really cool. Uh, what they did in that film with what they had, it's, it's like pretty low budget, but it's, it's nice. Um, he also, they also wrote this other one called Stephanie. I haven't seen that Mm. one yet, but yeah, it was regarded with that one. Um, so I'm just going to quickly pull up the, uh, more plot details that we have, but yeah, what do you think? Well, I'm always looking for hidden gems and all the underrated ones. So Super Dark Times and Stephanie already sounds really good. Like, I'm constantly looking for films that I haven't seen or heard of yet. Those are, like, 
such great films that don't get enough like screen time or like spotlight you know right no one talks about them and i'm glad right. that there's there's like streaming services such as netflix that has those so mm-hmm. i have to really look at super dark times and do you know where we could watch stephanie at it by chance i'm guessing you could rent it on amazon mm-hmm. um okay. i didn't look it up i didn't have time to look it up that's a great question um yeah check. if I'll, my wife i worked i would look it up here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> technical uh, difficulties on my phone yeah but yeah i pulled up the plot and so this is a quote coming from the site um, so, so it says, plot details are being kept secret, but House is known is known to censor on a widow who begins to uncover her deceased husband's disturbing secrets. Okay. So there's secret. a widow involved. A dead husband is having secrets. Maybe he died because of those secrets. Hmm. It's always that damn dead husband that just like has the skeletons in his closet. Triple D. Damn dead husband right (laughs) there. (laughs) I hate them triple D's, man. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I'm pretty excited. I I feel like he's a phenomenal director. Mm -hmm. I really like what he's done so far. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to this next film and uh, I wish him all the best on it. Hopefully it's a steady... A smooth ride into mm-hmm. making this film, but if not, you know it, that's that's just the way the news goes. But I, but I think like if anything, I think that his films definitely stick with you. Like yeah. the ritual, I still can like really vividly remember that film. Right, and even like um, that was a rough shoot too. Amateur night, like that's the, oh, that's the one that in VHS. One. That was the one that sticks with you. So mm-hmm. I think he has such a such an eye for creating a, a film or a short story that really just is like captivating to its to his audiences regardless yeah. of whether you actually like the film or not so i think that's his talent and i'm really looking forward for this secret of this husband that's dead in this future film so right shout out to david bruckner yeah shout out to david bruckner and again the film is called the night house so stay tuned and for stay tuned for updates on that one and Ollie, I believe you have this next story. Yes, one of my favorite actors in Hollywood at the moment, Anya Taylor Joy, who's you, coming up like as a scream yes, queen herself. Absolutely, scream princess. Yes, mm. Mm. <laughs> she looks good as blonde. She looks good as a brunette. But anyway, she's versatile. But she's playing Ilana Rasputin, aka Magic, in the new upcoming New Mutants, and it's crazy to think that New Mutants was supposed to come out this year in right? April. So, uh, and obviously, so you, we talked about the reshoots, and you, that's like crazy because it's going to be coming out next August, two thousand nineteen. So, this film, I think, is going to be drastically changed. And obviously, Anya, she's has a, such an amazing career ahead of her right now, and people are wanting to know what the heck is going on with New Mutants. Right. And so she told talked to Collider recently when she was asked about the delay. She quoted and said said this: "I don't find the delay frustrating because when the film comes out, we want it to be something that will make the fans truly happy." Taking the time to do it with people might find it a little bit frustrating to wait for. When we deliver it, it's going to be fantastic. That's the most important thing. And getting the opportunity to play the character again is just great. So I feel like, just by that quote, I feel like they're drastically changing this movie. Yeah, because the fact like, that she said that last part, too. Playing um, the character again. Again. And I was like, whoa. Like, Because that's like <laughs> when you play a character and then she's over it. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I have to come back to this mm-hmm. character. So it's almost like they're not reshooting it. They're refilming the whole thing. That's she what didn't I say to, to continue playing this character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, and she, yeah, she went on to say that I think, oopsies, I think we're making the movie that we set out to make in the beginning. That's what we're going to end up delivering to the people. It feels like the movie we all signed up to do, which is good. And obviously, we want this to be a horror film. The first 
quote-unquote superhero horror film. Right. Uh, well, that could be argued with, like, Blade and whatnot. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I did see all three recently, which and were offended. Spawn, so... But mm. I feel like with a Mar... Like, um, well, Blade's Marvel. But, like, in this age, I think, with all the new, you know, all the new influences, all the new technology, um, and with a team, you know? So I, I feel like it is going to be a very unique film, and I want it to be done right. And I think right. it is a year ahead. And this was... I was really excited for this film, because it has an amazing cast. It has Blue Hunt. It has Maisie Williams, who's obviously in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So I Aria. think Arya, yeah, yes, Aria Stock. who's playing Wolvesbane. And I really want this film to be done right. And I hope the the wait is worth it. So what do you think? Any other, other thoughts? Um, it feels like she's just... I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's it's a, she's a little too positive about it, maybe. But mm-hmm. I mean, what can you what can you what can you say when you're like in the movie and like they're asking you like, "What's up with these uh, movie mm-hmm. shoots?" You kind of have to. You know, yeah, like, you that know, makes sense. You know, like yeah, but it's at the same time, it's just. And um, plus, she's so busy with you know Split and all these other projects she's she she's being casted in. You know, yeah, so, it makes a lot of sense. And I also also real quick, I think that. The Disney merger still kind of has something to do with the pushback of these films because also Dark Phoenix kind of got pushed back. So I'm wondering if they're right. they're kind of just seeing if they're going to incorporate mutants into the MCU eventually. So maybe that year that year pushback also has something to do with it. So that's possible. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Um, yeah, I, I mean, as far as it, it might be a little positive spin on it, but you know, we'll see. Um, Jeez, I just I just hope it's a good film. That's all I can really hope for. <laughs> I agree. And JLS Comics in the chat said that Magic is one of his favorite characters, so he, oh. wa- he obviously wants the film to be done right as well. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, maybe, what if they what if they are including some things to shoehorn them into the MCU? Mm-hmm. It, could, it would be smart. It would be. I feel like timing is everything. So yeah, Magic. hopefully it doesn't get pushed back to even more. Um, Oh god, that would, then, then I would be annoyed for sure. Because I feel like if they are gonna try and like shoehorn it into MCU, I think we would see another pushback. But mm-hmm. let's hope not. I just don't want it to be canceled. Like, yeah. don't don't cancel this film, please. I'm already too excited. Right? No, that would that would break all of our hearts. That'd be terrible. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll go that far to cancel it. I'd be mad. People would riot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the release date again is August second, mm-hmm. 2019, for the New Mutants. That's, that's very. Yeah, that's, that's literally like a More eleven half, months. Yeah. Oh, thank you for being good at math. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, there's that. Hopefully, the new mutants can find their stride. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Cut. Oh. Cut, <laughs> cut to <laughs> canceled. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. But anyways. All right. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll like to take this time to just say, hey there, viewers, and welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for tuning in and staying tuned in. And keeping and um, having retained your attention, I would like to for you to now uh, please rate and subscribe. Uh, please subscribe to our Popcorn Talk Network channel if you can. Um, we give you updates and whatnot, notifications on all your favorite shows, as well as if you go on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, if you can rate this podcast, that'd be awesome. Um, give it an honest rating; it's all good. I can take it. We can take it, right? Absolutely. I'm not gonna cry. I'm a big boy. Um, <laughs> People aren't mean. Um, yeah, so please uh, give us those five stars on iTunes. If you use iTunes, just type in Horror Movie News. Look for, look for this thumbnail, and that's where we're at. Um, and also, if you're on watching this on YouTube, please give those thumbs up. 
And after the episode is over, just comment down below and uh, ask pretty much whatever, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think, what do you think about these reshoots for uh, the new mutant, new mutants? Um, and is that, do you think it's a positive thing or if it's a negative thing? A lot, like there's a plethora of films that mm-hmm. were amazing that have gone through their own fair share of reshoots, mm-hmm. you know? So they could, this could still be great. Also, how excited are you for Halloween? I know there's a bunch of people out there excited for Halloween. And if you like the ritual, are you are you a fan of David Bruckner now? Have you checked out any of his previous work? Please tell us down below. We, I'd love to read all that stuff. And uh, I'll shout you out in the next episode. Um, so, yeah. So, this is another piece from Carrie. Um, unfortunately, I was not able to make it, but she was. She did go to the followed premiere. Mm-hmm. In, and we mentioned I was at the Burbank International Film Festival this past Friday. And it... All, as far as I know, is that it premiered and it won an award. So that's amazing. That's great to hear. And it's a yes. des- deserved win for sure. Absolutely. Oh, dude, it, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the heck out of that movie too. So please uh, uh, stay tuned. Once once it's available to the public, we'll try to mm-hmm. tell you where to find it. Uh, more than likely, it might be on VOD services, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, right on. Um, so let's get on to this next story. So pretty much uh, the Candyman. It's been about the original Candyman came out in 1992. Mm-hmm. It starred it starred uh, Tony Todd, and also spawned uh, two straight to DVD uh, sequels. And it was directed by Bernard Rose. Um, so it's been over like 20 years now. And um, so this is coming from an exclusive from Bloody Disgusting, a, a site I really respect. Uh, Jordan Peele is in talks to remake a Candyman, a new Candyman, and then uh, it's possible he might want to just produce it. I don't know. It's not. They're not sure if they're gonna. They're, he's in for directing it as well. But yeah, it's a. It's an interesting story. Uh, he'd be producing it under his Monkey Paw banner, Monkey Paw Productions. And if you're not too familiar with The Candyman, it's actually based off of Clive Barker's book, uh, Books of Blood, which is a bunch of short stories. And it's from the short story titled The Forbidden. And then they adapted it to a film and they replaced the setting from being, I believe, in like England to being in Chicago. Mm. And yeah, it's been, he's he's definitely a horror icon. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to think that how his transition from like comedy into horror it's almost like as if you have to have you have to be well versed in like comedy to understand horror if that makes sense right is that weird <laughs> i'm not making sense but like it's crazy to think that jordan peele is becoming such a horror icon and i'm completely oh. in support of him you know yeah okay i wasn't sure i was like who are you referring to comedy? okay no yeah jordan. the candy man what are you talking about <laughs> like he's not a comedian <laughs> he is <laughs> yes he is no yeah I, no i totally agree with you isn't that isn't that strange because he, mm-hmm. he did he did start off with all those sketches on key and peel and everything um and then to go off and make his first film feature film get out and for it to be so successful is uh something of like a hollywood cinderella story yeah, I mean, for as far as I see it, it the ball has been in Jordan Peele's uh, court ever mm-hmm. since Get Out came mm-hmm. out, um, and yeah, he's been he's been gunning for some cool IP. Like he also was in talks, or he wanted to make a Gargoyles film for mm-hmm. Disney. Yeah, yeah, and he he's already working on his previous, uh, like this most recent film he's working on, which is Us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's gonna be interesting as well. I believe that might come out next year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're still shooting right now, possibly. I haven't seen any updates on that film, but definitely 
a director to keep your eye out. And um, I think it's time to have a new Candyman, in my in mm. my opinion. Um, I think it's been long enough, and we can. See, I would love to see a resurrection of the Candyman. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the original? I haven't seen the original, yeah. and I feel like I'm a lot like a lot of people haven't seen the original. To, so I think that like kind of having like this reboot or this reimagining, whatever Jordan Peele wants to do with it, will spark interest in actually going to see the original the, Candyman. Because yeah. I definitely. Now that Jordan Peele is going to be doing it, as, and it'd be nice to see compare the two as well, because obviously I feel like Jordan Peele would kind of want to do something different with it, mm-hmm. especially since you noticed that he wants to take the change the uh, location, right? As you said, uh, well, no, no, in the original film, yeah. So because uh, it was in, in from from Clive Barker's book and the, the film that came out in ninety two, oh. yeah, they changed the location. <laughs> okay, yeah. But it, it made it more of like a, I believe, a, more of a social. It, it had social like some commentary, social commentary, which was per- perfect for, for Jordan, Jordan Peele. P- exactly, that's what I'm thinking. So it's like it, it's 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 up his alley. That's why. That's mm-hmm. why I think it speaks to him a lot, and I think he'd do a, a great job of, like with it. Um, I I personally have not yet have yet to see this movie. I believe Steve. Steve, have you seen this movie? Uh, yes, I have actually. What's, um, what's your take on the it? The original location, uh, story wise. To my recollection, uh, since it's been a while, uh, have both been in New Orleans. Okay. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed them immensely. Actually, I was I was definitely about it. Uh, being a fan of Clive Barker's films in the uh, mid to late '90s, for sure, for the horror genre in general, and they were very on par with uh, with the rest of what was out there, and and also unique in a way. Um, I very much appreciated them. Right on. Thank you for that, Steve. So yeah, my bad. I think I think I said Chicago. It was actually New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Mm. Why is that so hard for me to say? Um, but yeah, I'm I'm down for that. What What do you think? For New Orleans? No, for I mean, as, as in for like just uh, <laughs> if 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 this were to happen, you hear oh, for hell it? Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, I, I, As long as he time manages well, because he has so many projects. Oh yeah, going on because he has us. He wants to do gargoyles. Well, who but, knows if that? What's up with that too? Yeah. Oh God, gargoyles or Disney, Candyman? I don't think Disney uh, would want to give that to him. Or <laughs> I don't know if that's Disney. Disney's uh, his their look, their their uh, their brand right now. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Damn it, Disney. it'd be cool if they did it like in uh, in uh, animated sort of form, like mm. kind of like Wreck It Ralph style, like. or even kind of like having. You mean gargoyles? Yeah. Maybe gargoyles being kind of like a series, like on Netflix or some kind Ooh. of streaming service. Their Disney, as, as an animated. Their new Disney uh, streaming service they're, com- they're revving Maybe. up for. That'd be cool. Oh, I don't know. Let us know bad. in the chat what you think. Yeah, you guys are a fan of the of the Candyman? You guys tasted his sweet, sweet candies? <laughs> well, the chat's blowing up about like Predator and the Nun right now. So Yeah, let's get to... Is the Predator out, by the way? I'm sorry, off topic. It's out this weekend. Okay. I actually have a list at the end of our news segment, after our news uh, of uh, oh, okay, films perfect. that are coming out this, this, this week. That I'm per- excited for. There's about five of them, so Perfect. let's just get in- get into this last bit of news here. With uh, I believe you, you have this. Take it away. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. So the ri- the writer for the It sequel is kind of teasing the ending, and it's he's kind of like saying that it might break the audience's hearts. Oh no! So speaking with I film. Uh, the It Chapter 2 writer... Oh, so sorry, it's Slash Film. Oh, Slash... My bad. It's all good. <laughs> my bad. I'm just screwing up today. <laughs> <laughs> chapter 2, writer Gary Doberman... Doberman, was, yeah. Doberman was asked about the finale to the two-part feature film saga. This is a complete story, Doberman promised. He then added, the film, I think, will satisfy the audience and maybe break their hearts a little bit. 
So that is very interesting. But I mean, the original one of the characters did die. I was, I was about to say so, that there are casualties. I don't know if that's exactly uh, anything like that's completely shocking, mm-hmm. you know. But I wonder how they're if they're going to change who dies, or, or if maybe... he gets like. I would. I mean, if <laughs> if they like tear him apart, like in a like a really like vicious way, uh-huh. it could be pretty shocking. I like, just wonder if they'll <gasps> if they. Cha- I don't want to spoil. If they change one of the characters' deaths, someone who else dies, or someone. Oh. Or maybe someone doesn't. No, I think someone will die. Someone has to die. Yeah, if that's gonna if it's gonna break our hearts. Yeah. Definitely a character that we got behind for sure. And Mike might get stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot more brutal, too. I hope so. You know? Yeah. And just a refresher, James McAvoy, he's going to... McAvoy? How do you say his last name? McAvoy. <laughs> McAvoy. I always <laughs> screw up his last name. Oh, my gosh. He plays Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Hader is Richie. Jessica Chastain is Beverly, which is my favorite casting. James Ranson is Eddie. Andy Bean is Stanley. Jay Ryan is Ben. And Isaiah Mustafa is Mike. My money's on Eddie, right? Eddie's the original, mm-hmm. the one who dies at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. Spoilers! <laughs> if uh, you haven't seen the original film. I just wonder, I feel like Richie might eat it. I don't know. <laughs> Rich, I would hate that, too. You know? Yeah. So, I, would, I don't know, because it has to be a character that really resonates with the audience. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Richie really did that. Um, but Wait. the uh, reminder, Pennywise is going to return September 6th, mm-hmm. 2019. So we're gonna check, get it, New Mutants, and then we're gonna get Pennywise. This is gonna be a good year for horror next year. Next year's revving up to be better than mm-hmm. it sounds like. 2018 was just a tease. Like it was just and it was, it was pretty up. Po- pretty good too. Absolutely, hell yeah. Oh, damn, I just think horror is getting a lot better. But um, do like a year in retrospect, like revenge. I loved Revenge. It's oh. a film that comes up. Summer of 84. Yeah. We, we got to do that. We got to do that for... A, just talk about movies that have come yeah. out this year. Top three, top five for each of us or something. Oh, that'd be so hard, but yeah, that'd be great. Um, okay, so that, that's all we had for news. Um, now I want to include a somewhat of a new segment. Um, this is pretty much, I call it releases of the week. Um, I haven't thought of anything clever than that, but it's pretty much... The, the movies that are being released this week that fall into our horror category that are either in theaters or on video on demand. But first, what's what's what good with the chat? Let's Before we get into that. Okay, well, if uh, G- JLS Comics says, if it breaks my heart, there better be an It 3 to put it back together. No, and... it's going to stay broken. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is a complete <laughs> no... story. That it is, he, yeah, I was about Gary to say. did say that. And Westy Kid says, It 2 better have more Pennywise, which I totally agree with. More? I mean, he was in it. Quite a lot, right? I didn't think so. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think it was really uh, the first one was really about the kids, which makes sense. You got to set right. up the kids, and I feel like the the first one was it was a series. It was a mini series, basically, and so I think I want to know more about Pennywise and his origins because in the book it explains like this crazy backstory to it's why yeah I've, it's I've heard about crazy it. Yeah. with his, the turtle, a turtle. I was about to say <laughs> his ex his arch nemesis is a cosmic turtle. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I don't think they'll do that. But like, oh Stephen King and your drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a scene that we will not talk about. Oh yeah, choo choo. The the, the choo choo. <laughs> the menage a trois plus like three you know yeah very interesting i don't think we'll have that but anyway 
No, what yeah. happened? No, there's no way they will ever do that in a in a. <laughs> Westy kid think, doesn't think that Westy. Oh, Westy kid doesn't think that Westy kid. He doesn't think that Pennywise was really in the first one a whole lot. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, and I kind of I agree with that. Okay, I never I I haven't really thought about it, but I, I guess yeah. Let's get back on topic. But um yeah. All right, so yeah, so these releases for the week. So, uh, this is from September 10th, which was Monday, to September 17th, which is Sunday. But, yeah, so, apparently Slice only had um, a day in theaters. I don't know what's up with that. Um, they, 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 they chose not to release it, not even, like, a, 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 like a, a, content, like a small release. It was just one day, which was last night, in select theaters in just big cities. Um, but yeah, today it's 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 coming out from I read this on Bloody Disgusting that Slice is being released on VODs today all around all everywhere. And again, Slice is a film with uh, Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. Zazie Beetz, Paul Shear. Um, supposed to be this zany, wacky like mm-hmm. uh, horror film. Um, so that's coming out today. Um, so Are you, you gonna... can see it right now. Um, I know you're really excited. I'm going to try to watch it very soon. Um, who knows when? But so that's one of them. There's another film called Patient Zero that's coming out uh, this Friday, September 14th. It's a VOD. It's um, it's kind of like zombie esque horror film. Uh, it looks interesting. Not really. I'm not really too psyched about it. But if you like zombies and like different takes on them, I believe this is one you should. You, it's worthy of checking out. This next one, I'm pretty psyched, and I'm actually I I asked for time off work to go back I'm back home. It's uh, Mandy um, with Nicolas Cage and from the director of Beyond the Black Rainbow. I Panos believe. Cosmatos. What was that again? Panos Cosmatos. Panos Cosmatos. I could be wrong. It's all good. <laughs> Let's uh, fact check that real quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's coming out this Friday in in uh, its select theaters. Um, I'm super pumped for this. It just looks wild and crazy, and it's full on rage cage. And I'm all about the rage cage. Um, Are you confirmed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. There it is. Yep. And um, yeah, I'm gonna go watch that Thursday night. And I know there's a. Uh, there's showings of it tonight at the Egyptian Ooh. here in Los Angeles with the director, I believe, and also oh, nice. Nicolas Cage. So there's like a Q&A. Probably. Yeah, oh, and nice. I think that's part of Beyond Fest, too, which is also happening here in uh, L.A. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to check that out Thursday, and I'm going back to my my city, Santa Ana, in Orange County, or yeah. Santa Ana, <laughs> in Orange County, uh, and my local theater, uh, The Frida. I'm going to watch that there. And then another one that I'm pretty, I'm kind of excited about is the Predator coming out in, in wide release. Shane's Black, the Predator, mm-hmm. looks fantastic. Um, I'm sure there's the a lot of people. The chat is super excited for the Predator. Yeah, uh, I'll ask you what What are you most excited about the new Predator? Yeah, what What, what really entices you about and there, it? A lot of them are talking about Olivia Munn and her casting and how she possibly could have been miscast. So mm-hmm. that's something that we should look forward to. Ooh. consider i don't know it's up for debate so yeah she could have been she was miscast or yeah that's what someone said in the chat i'll look for it as in like she she was she she doesn't fit the role possibly that's how i took it but um yeah i'm actually pretty excited for the predator as well which i'm surprised because i was like i wasn't excited for it like a couple months back but now that it's here i'm like oh i kind of i really want to see that so that's probably the movie i want to see this month this uh weekend right on 
And also, uh, last but not least, is I Think We're Alone Now, which is a Peter yes. Dinklage and Elle Fanning. I'm, I'm pretty psyched for that one, too. Yes. Uh, it actually comes out this Friday as well, but it's limited release, so it's I'm, I'm guessing it's only going to be in big cities. Mm-hmm. But I believe in September 21st is when it's released on VOD, so I'll probably be uh, reiterating that next week as well. But yeah, so ch- check that out. Those five films, Slice, Patient Zero, Mandy, The Predator, and I think we're alone now. Slice and Patient Zero are on VOD. And I think we're alone now is we'll be on VOD next week. The other two are going to be probably theater for a while. Who knows? Um, but I'll keep you updated. So uh, let's let's go back to our chat real quick. What's good with them? Okay. Well, Rugged English, going on to The Predator, which is coming out, obviously, like you said, this weekend. He says that Olivia Munn gave an interview saying she felt singled out. So, and he was wondering if we addressed that at all. And that's news to me, so. Yeah. I don't know if there's, I, this is, this controversy regarding Olivia Munn and her role, it's news to me. I really yeah. love Olivia Munn. I mean, I think she has kind of a hit or miss role sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, she was Psylocke in X-Men, but I hopefully, she did good in this film. But we have to wait to freaking give our judgment. Yeah, and I heard about, like, the controversy of how, um... There was a certain scene with a certain actor that that was, I believe, Shane Black's friend that Olivia Munn disagreed with having him in the film and whatnot. Uh, I'm not really going to touch on that. Yeah. And so I'm just going to leave it at that, you know, and uh, you make up your own minds about that whole uh, scandal. (laughs) Well said. I'm all about the film. And so, speaking of The Predator, uh, let's get into our abyss. It's pretty much films that we've been watching and uh, films that we recommend. Um, since The Predator was coming, is coming out this weekend, um, I decided to watch the original Predator um, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, oh my god, fantastic film. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. It's really cool. I like the the effect of like him being camouflaged and everything. I think that still works today. I um, I think some, some, some scenes are pretty frightening as mm-hmm. well. Um, definitely a lot of like super machismo things, you know. Mm. It's like a bunch <laughs> of beefed up mercenaries going out into the jungle, and they take out this whole little village. Like, yeah. and there's just like six of them. Yeah, Rambo meets Alien basically is what Predator, yeah. Predator yeah. has always been to me. And it's also directed by the same director of the original Die Hard, John McTiernan. There you go. Oh, I didn't know that, and I still have yet to see <laughs> Die Hard. Memorial Seven. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yep. So over the uh, overall thoughts, it was a it was a it was a thumbs up for me. I really enjoyed that. I mean, it's not the first time I've seen. It. I've seen it a couple of times now, but it's a it's been a while since I've seen it, and uh, definitely worthy. Um, yeah. Well, I feel like growing up, like the Predator the series has always just like scared the crap out of me. But now it's cool. But like it's definitely because of the the just the violence and like the gore and whatnot, mm-hmm. and kind of just like humans going up against something that is so like. So more far advanced yeah. than us. And stronger, too. Yeah. Just beefy. Like, he just picks up Arnold, <laughs> like, with one arm. And I was just like, wow. But, yeah. Anyways, what's your movie? Well, it's funny. I was. Uh, it kind of relates to Halloween a little bit about kind of, like, not uh, not reimagining, but kind of having a, a sequel. I was actually watching Scream 4 mm-hmm. last, last night on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, nice. Um, and I just remember how, like scared i was not from the film but i was afraid of going into it because i'm like oh my gosh is this going to tarnish like the trilogy yeah. you know but it, obviously it's directed by wes craven and i really have so much trust in with wes craven have you have you never seen this film? no i have okay, i okay. saw it when it came out 2011 right, right and i was going into the theater i saw it with my dad and he was like so scared and, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like dad this this is hilarious this film is amazing but i was um so pleasantly 
surprised or just at ease when I actually got out of the movie theater and like I was like oh my gosh this film's so good and like it didn't tarnish like the original trilogy and I, a lot of people say that it's even better than some of the old, older screams okay um but I feel like it was just so funny and it was so aware of itself mm-hmm. and coming from you know like 10 years ago basically and the synopsis is 10 years have passed and Sydney Prescott who has put herself back together thanks in part of her writing is visited by the ghost face killer mm-hmm. and it has such an amazing cast uh Nev Campbell it has Courtney Cox and they reprise the roles right. and it has um David Arquette right um it has Hayden Panettiere who I love oh nice um have you seen it I have yet to see it you no. haven't seen it I haven't seen I I've think only our... seen Scream 1 yeah I, oh I'm, I'm getting around to those <laughs> You have homework to do, mister. Dude, I have so much. <laughs> no, but this is a very special film, too, because I think Wes Craven, um, this is one of his last films he's worked on. Mm-hmm. And it spawned, you know, the Scream TV series. It's, it spawned what Halloween is doing currently. It spawned that interest back into horror icons. Mm-hmm. You know, Ghostface was a, is a horror icon and. You know, Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis, people are getting excited for Halloween. They're going back and watching the old films and loving them and appreciating them so much more than when we didn't have, like, the sequels and whatnot. And I think that's important. That's that's special to me as a horror fan, you Mm -hmm. know. We're giving rise to new horrors and new installments, but we're also going back and appreciating the phenomenal pieces of horror history that that I grew up with, you know? Yeah. So... That was great. Especially wow, thank you for that. But, yeah, Speaking go watch of, it if you haven't. <laughs> I know, yeah. I was like, all right, I got to get to, through two and three. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of uh, horror history. Oh. Oh, segue. Let's Perfect. get into it. So, yeah, this is our our, our, our segment, uh, Horror History. This is pretty much where I go through a horror film and I, I, I talk about some of its history and its importance in within the horror genre. So, Steve, when you're ready, I am ready. Let me know. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Is that the, is that the go? <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. So today I did uh, Frankenstein, and it was from 1931. I found it. On, it's uh, free if you have a Star subscription. Uh, you can rent it elsewhere. It's directed by James Whale. It stars Colin Clive as Doctor Frankenstein, May Clark as May Clark as uh, Frankenstein's love interest, Boris Karloff as a monster, Dr- Dwight Fry as Fritz. Who's also plays like the Dracula's henchman in Dracula, and he was fantastic in that one of the, like the best parts of Dracula. Edward Van Sloan as Doctor Waldman, who also plays Van Helsing in Dracula. So those two actors came on and joined this uh, film as well. Synopsis is an obsessed scientist, uh, Frankenstein, obsessed uh, assembles a living being from parts of exhumed corpses, pretty much dead corpses, and this film is fantastic. Why it's important is because. Boris's Car- Boris Karloff's uh, performance as a monster is something that is still echoed to today. As in, like, that his performance is so good, so perfect, so uh, creepy, too, that um, it's, 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 it's probably the most iconic thing about this film. And also his, his makeup and, um, and how that all came about is fantastic. And he has, like, that super dark brow. He's got the flat head. He's got those... Uh, those kind of screws in his neck, really, the, for for the lightning to hit him. Um, it, it's it's interesting because like the film opens up with a, a a personal, not a personal. Like it opens up with a a warning as to that this film is very horrific, and I warn you, be advised to watch it. 
And keep in mind, this was during the Depression from 1921-1939. That was the Depression, and this came out in 1931. So they're they're really uh, prepping people for that. But yeah, Boris Karloff's uh, performance as a monster is something that everyone should watch. It's so fantastic. It makes the movie. My God. Um, also, the the compositions of, to the shots of this film are great. Um, the set design is also amazing, and it all just comes together perfectly. Uh, personally, I love this movie. I like it more than Dracula. Mm. Um, I I think it's a better film than Dracula, in my opinion. Um, and which I think is a good thing because, like, from Dracula to go from Dracula to this is like a huge leap and bound. And I highly recommend it. Um, really recommend it. It's 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 horrifying. Like, there's a scene of like. Um, a, a father carrying his daughter in his hands through the city, and it's a mm. long tracking shot, and it's it broke my heart to she, see was that the scene. daughter dead. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it was at the fault of Frankenstein's monster, wow. and it's really it's really something that's so upsetting. Mm-hmm. That really, I I really appreciated how it made me feel like mm-hmm. that upsetness to, to watching this imagery of a father just carrying his lifeless daughter's body in mm-hmm. his hands and crying and 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 uh yeah it was it was good <laughs> where are we at with time did i f- finish early okay yeah so that's and that's that's frankenstein for you uh again you can find it on a free if you have stars subscription you can find it free on stars or you can rent it elsewhere uh luckily i have the dvd collection and yeah i've been running through those uh, next week's film is going to be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh. Yes. Um, so I believe you can find it. Since it's so old, that you, it's possible you can find it on YouTube or you can rent it on Amazon. Or um, I actually forgot to check where I could find this. So that's why I'm just spitballing where you can find it. But yeah, I'll probably tweet about it later. Um, but yeah, that's next week's uh, horror history is going to be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Nice. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't know that that was done during the Great Depression. And it, I feel like that makes sense because I feel like the monster uh, was very uh, kind of example of the Great Depression, how people were living, but they weren't really living. You know, kind of like how the monster was. Oh, wow. And I also, what a great point. When you, that really resonated with me when you kind of talked about the dad bringing his daughter mm-hmm. out and she was dead. It's kind of like kids were dying in the Great Depression, you know? You're so right, yeah. So that's... That, Kind of like a social commentary, yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. There's also very a lot of imagery of like um, the monster taking away um, the innocence of of specifically young women too, which yeah. was interesting because like she, um, she she he kills the young the, the young daughter and he also breaks in and um, terrorizes Frankenstein's wife or soon to be wife. Mm-hmm. and stuff and then how she's dressed in all white and then he mm-hmm. creeps up in on her and dress he's dressed in all black mm-hmm. i was just it was i thought i was very interesting definitely a very superb film um i was blown away mm-hmm. i didn't think it was gonna be that I great watch it yeah i'll watch it you finish scream yeah i haven't seen all the universal horror films mm-hmm. yet but as of right now like that's probably my top number one under dracula mm-hmm. yeah very nice um but yeah i'm definitely gonna watch the rest of them so First, next is Dr. Jack and Mr. Hyde. All right, cool. So give us a last shout-out for our fans here. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in live and chatting us, chatting with us in the live chat. Thank you, Westy Kid. Thank you, Wellington. Thank rugged you, English. Yes, I Rugged English. There. Thank you, JLS Comics. Thank you guys so much. I know there's more of you. Starju. Starju, we love you. You are one of the vets. Sean, we love you too. And uh, Edgar Alves, thank you very much for tuning in. 
And uh, yeah, thank you. Right on. Thank you so much for the support, everybody. And with that, it's time for us to go and wrap up. Damn. (laughs) Are you okay? Are you bleeding? Yeah. Yeah, he's bleeding. Tis but a flesh. (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, Ollie, put yourself over. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Horror Movie News. This is Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Check me out on AfterBuzz TV today, later at uh, 5 for Anime Movie News. Or Anime... My Hero Academia <laughs> after show. And also at 8 for uh, the Purge TV series on USA Ooh. at 8. Yes, check us out there. Right on. And I am Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at TonyBTony underscore. Steve, are you ready with that sound effect again? I want to I do something. All right, Steve. So, all right. <laughs> right on. So, everybody, thank you so much. This has been another episode of Horror Movie News. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, subscribe, and, and uh, subscribe. Keep on supporting us. We do it for you guys. You guys are awesome. And here I go. Here's my knife, Steve. Ready? I'm going to throw it at the camera. Huh. Oh, Whoa. there it is. Gotcha. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Have a good night. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.